I'm Scott Cuthbert, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast, episode number nine. That is crazy, number nine, Paul. Can't believe it. It's, got, it's like nine, nine episodes, nine weeks since we did our very first yeah, absolutely. Ever, ever episode. And to get this far and still be doing it, I thought, could, could it really conceivably happen? Um, but it is, and you think that, you know, what, what you're going to talk about, we're a League One club, what is actually going to be going on that is going to take up like enough of your time to not just be talking jibber-jabber? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I didn't do my famous with myself, Steve Nussbaum. No. And my good friend, South Dan Chum, <laughs> Paul Levy. We've, we've done away with convention this week. Oh, God. Well, that'll be back next week. Good. Um, obviously, this is a one-take podcast. We don't kind of re-edit it, so no. we'll keep that in as it is. So, yeah, episode nine. Thanks for all the... Um, retweets and emails and feedback we've been having and unbelievably on Twitter we now have over 700 oh. followers which is that's unbelievable inc- inconceivable as well we I, I remember tweeting like we were near to 500 and can we get a push over 500 and then 600 we were near and getting that push over I mean I, I'd like to think that we are the leading Twitter account for pure like just pu- that purely has Leighton Orient fans following it. I know the club's got over 20,000 followers, but not all 20,000 of those are Leighton Orient fans. You get, obviously, other clubs and stuff like that. I think, I think the official club feed is the leading by a mile. No, I, I think we are probably the leading um, podcast in terms of numbers, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're the best or everyone's favourite. But No, you know. But- 700 late, like literally, because it's the pure Leighton Orient fans, we haven't got all these random... Yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, and yeah. you know, thanks to everyone for following, thanks for everything that we get, we appreciate it, but the thing is, there's more Orient fans out there, so if you know any Orient fans who aren't following us, please yeah. give them a nudge, or give us a retweet to raise awareness. Absolutely, if you're going back to school or back to college, um, tell all your mates about us, and, and, and get them following us, and get them listening to us. Good point, or if you're going back to work... From your summer holes and you've uh, found the Orient Outlook podcast to be a good, uh, I don't know, holiday accompaniment. Is that a word? Um, I'm not sure. Well, you know, you know what we're trying to say. If you find it to be a nice addition to your weekly uh, summary, then uh, yeah, please spread the word because there's a lot more Orient fans we'd like to reach and to get out there through obviously social media, through mm. the forums, uh, and just through going to Orient. We sit in the south stand yep so if you ever want to go just behind the goal yep so if you ever want to chat and you're in the south stand or find yourself at Brisbane Road an hour before kickoff and want to see two friendly faces um, yeah give Give us a shout shout. yeah Yeah. through Twitter or our email address which is our email address is orientoutlook at outlook.com and Twitter is at orientoutlook so yeah please get in contact get in touch so we've had a a few uh, a few of you get in contact with us this week and very kindly we had a nice bit of feedback from at Valencia Orient. Yeah, we did. Um, thanks for getting in touch with us. One of the exiles that we mentioned uh, last week. Um, loved the bit from Villa. Loved the live bit. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Can't read tonight. Loved the live bit from Villa, uh, which I did. And if you missed last week's podcast, it is available on SoundCloud and iTunes, um, where I basically caught the last two and a half minutes um, when we were in extra time. We'd scored, gone one new up against Villa at Villa Park. And I did some recording and a bit of commentary, not that I've got a particularly great voice for it, but I thought just to capture some of the atmosphere for those that couldn't be there, 
I thought you were fantastic, mate. Well, and, thanks, mate. You know, if you get a chance, please listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, at Valencia underscore Orient, loved the live bit from Villa. It took me from the 90-degree heat here in the mountains back to cold January's in the south stand. Yeah, nice one. Cheers for that. No one likes a show-off either <laughs> at, at Valencia Orient. So, uh, yeah, hope you're enjoying our live in Valencia. Absolutely. And fair play. The Orient Outlook. So, we, um, unless you've been living under a rock, we released a special... Matt Lockwood. Matt Lockwood interview, didn't we? In full, absolutely. So from our point of view, we've been plugging that. So unless you've been living in a cave for the last week or so, um, we have been plugging that. And who's that at the door? Hi, it's Matt Lockwood, and you're listening to the Orient Outlook podcast. So, ah, yeah, Matt Lockwood. Good friend Matt Lockwood, good friend of the show. And I had some great feedback on the interview. Again, it was a pleasure to have Matt uh, in your house. Yeah, absolutely, sat at this very table. It was amazing, such a nice bloke, you know, <clears throat> speaks so highly of the Orient, really enjoyed his time at the club. Yeah, I think he'd love to come back at, in some capacity one day. He's done all his coaching badges, so I think he's got, you know, eyes for management. He's doing Sutton United at the moment. Um, and also he does a bit of work for the Aspers Casino in Westfield. So if anyone... Um, is looking to go down there, wants to be looked after, a bit of hospitality, um, get in touch um, or go down there and ask for Matt. I think he's there mostly Thursdays and Fridays, but um, he can also be there on a Saturday because he's down this way, so before he goes back to Edinburgh. Absolutely. So some great feedback we had on that interview. Um, so we had feedback from Pete Hope uh, via a Facebook group. He said, Matt Lockwood is our manager one day. Uh, he better brush up on the Italian then. <laughs> uh, fascinating to listen to his era particularly with regards to Scott Barrett, who I regard as one of the best keepers Orient have had. Yeah, fair point there. Wow. Uh, hoping Woods to be the next. Remember praying for Matt Lockwood when he ruptured his spleen. It could have killed him, let alone cut his career short. Mm. Great lad, thanks for the interview. Nice uh, one. Thank you, Pete, for the feedback there. Much Absolutely. appreciated, buddy. And Lee Goulding at uh, Gooley22. Great interview with Matt Lockwood. Feel sorry for anyone that didn't get to see him play. You know what? I think that's absolutely right. Um, and I, I feel the same about having missed out on people like Laurie Cunningham. Absolutely, absolutely. I think in the last 15, 20 years, if you ask people to name their top five Orient players, Lockie would easily make 99%. Yeah, probably. Of absolutely. Yeah. No question in my mind. Um, this is a funny one. This is from GFO Editor at Jules Fans Online. So he must have seen Gillingham mentioned somewhere uh, on a tweet and must have searched it. Yeah. He I said, uh, us Gillingham fans are still recovering from the trauma of his of his 11-minute hat-trick in that mad free-all draw at Orient. Genius. Yeah, fair Genius. And at Evie Stark, who's been in touch with us quite a bit. Thanks for, for that, Evie. Just finished listening to the Matt Lockwood interview. Absolutely fantastic. What a great guy and Orient legend. Totally so, agree with that. Absolutely. So thanks for your feedback for the Lockwood interview. We will try and interview people on a monthly, so a bi-monthly basis, but we're only going to go for... for pl- irregular basis. Irregular basis, yeah. There's you know, so much to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. But we will be targeting Orient legends. Um, so, yeah. so stay tuned for detail. And obviously... We'll do what we've done with Lockie. So Absolutely. publish a bit through the podcast each week and then release them as a whole. So again, thank you for listening to the interview and uh, yeah, yeah, we hope you enjoyed Listen it. Listen out for come. more. Um, we are quite particular about who we want on, as Steve said. So, Absolutely. Um, we've got four lined up um, that we're just finalising. So um, yeah, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Yep. Uh, now, so a feature that we added last week uh, for trying to reach out to those um, who don't live in the area, don't come to games for whatever reason, can't make it, 
Um, if you look particularly in another country, we know that there are fans uh, globally. Um, we know there are pockets of fans in Scandinavia, in North America, um, in Australia. So what we really would like to do, and I know there's people that are out in Thailand as well. Um, so from that point of view, um, we'd like to hear from you. Um, we'd like to help you feel involved uh, with yep. Leighton Orient still, no matter where you are. You could be in the British Isles, as I say, or, or anywhere else. So um, get in touch with us, please. Or if you know someone who is and you'd like them to be mentioned on the podcast, please get in touch and let us know. Um, since our um, introduction last week, unfortunately, no one has got in touch with us. So, um, you know, we're appealing to the Orient yeah. community that do listen, the several hundred of you that do listen, uh, to get in touch with us and please let us, let us know if anyone is out there that, that does listen to us. Absolutely. Um, so that we can mention them as well. Absolutely. And just uh, two thank yous to, to mention. The first is to <coughs> Lee Orient at Lee yeah. Orient. He's been making some superb photos of our podcast and the 10 Mess pod- podcast as well. Yeah. So he done a great Coke can picture, yeah. uh, a great London bus picture and a great Kit Kat picture. Very so clever. check out his artwork. Uh, it's superb. So thank you, Lee Orient. What's his... Um... At Lee Orient. At Lee Orient. His, his Twitter. Okay. And uh, our next thank you is to at our demander who has been doing anagrams for us and has very kindly done two anagrams of Orient Outlook podcast which are as follows. Paul? Aren't like octopod torso, which is unusual. Yeah. Um, and potato solution rocked. Nice. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So thank you uh, for that, Ardy Madden. Much appreciated. Thanks, Rob. Nice one. So Orient news this week. Sheffield United date for the League Cup game has been yep. confirmed. That will take place at the mighty Brisbane Road on Tuesday, the 23rd of September. So we yep. hope to see you all there and get behind the boys. Yep. And you know, if we win that one, then... We'll probably end up getting a very big team in the next round, and um, <laughs> um, as mentioned on last week's podcast, more than winnable tie. Yeah, absolutely, um, it's a shame that they beat West Ham because otherwise it'd be West Ham. At home. Oh, that would Although, be that'd be amazing. Maybe yeah. next year in the league. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> absolutely. Fingers crossed. So on Monday night we had the uh, deadline day special transfer, transfer window, yeah. and probably as predicted, and probably as most people thought, yeah. we'd done all our business, hadn't we? You know, we've made all the signings, early doors. There was no drama at Brisbane Road. There was no need to go outside, you know, the stadium in yellow tires with, you know, random Sky News certain toys, shall we say, or to shout out certain words into Sky cameras. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, no new signings, you know, on deadline day. But happy enough with the signings we had made prior to that. Yeah, so well absolutely. Well done, Slade. And it'll only be loan signings now, won't it? Absolutely. Um, for us to supplement if we get caught short anywhere, injuries and and whatnot. Absolutely, and I think you will see. Um, we'll see more loan signings coming as the season goes on and injuries yeah. build up and fatigue fatigue we've stretches got, in we've got a 20 man squad a uh, 22 man squad so we hopefully because we only got rid of two we got yeah. James and Mo yeah. but we've bought in we've bought in quite um, a few five or seven yeah. so we're not we're not that. you know we're not we're not short by the stretch of the imagination and no. as previously mentioned the squad <laughs> is much stronger than what it was this time last season mm. so more than happy with that which brings us on to Tuesday yeah. so we had Peterborough away in yeah. the JPT took JPT yeah, the, Cup, the current holders, current of that, holders of said cup, or were current holders of said cup going into <laughs> this season, and again an anagram of Darren Ferguson, kindly provided by R D Manda, is Groner refunds. Probably more reflective of his dad in terms of Groner, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know Ferguson by name, Ferguson by nature. Absolutely. So before the match, um, Jay Simpson's missus went into labour. Yeah. So we wish both Jay Simpson and his missus and their new and the baby and the baby well. So well done, Jay. Yeah. Um, you know, fatherhood, 
Amazing. Good luck. So the lineup for the posh away. Posh game, yeah. You want to go for it, Paul? Yeah, so we have Woods in goal, as probably quite predicted by everybody. Absolutely. We then had Lowry at left-back again, predicted. Clark Baldry in the centre and Cuthbert at, uh, Cuthbert at right-back. Strong defence for me. Good, decent defence. And obviously a sign that Russ was going to take the match seriously. To me, that's probably first choice. That back five yeah, is yeah. my first choice oh, if okay. I was manager. Fair play, fair play. And then who did we have in the middle? We had Bartley, James, Vincelow and Pritchard. And I'm pretty certain that wouldn't be your first choice no. for, the, uh, for the midfield. No, uh, a few eyebrows were raised. And up front... We had Moon, Moons and, and Dagnall. So a pretty strong side, I would yeah. say. Not the strongest, but definitely not the weakest. A, a more than strong, strong side. So should we take it highlight by highlight? Absolutely. So four minutes gone. An absolutely superb free kick whipped in by Lloyd James, right on the head of Dagnall, jumped highest, head home, and 1-0 to the Orient. A great absolutely. goal, great finish by Dagnall. Yeah. To be fair though, to David Mooney, David Mooney was right behind Dagnall, and he would have also had a free header yeah. had Dagnall not been there. Yeah. So maybe you know Mooney would have had that as well, but you know, great to see Dagnall score so early. And what was his first start of the season? Very happy for Dagnall. So yeah, to get off the mark. Well and, done, and mate. Get his confidence up as well because he's a real workhorse. And, Absolutely. And he needs he needs to get the goals for people to believe that his first game for us when he came on as a sudden yeah. scored a brace wasn't just a fluke. Absolutely. That he, 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 big, there are goals in him. Big season for Dagnall. So well Absolutely. done. Mate. Absolutely. Good luck, Dags. We hope you score many more, loads more. And then on eleven minutes. Um, Lloyd James floats a ball in for an unmarked Dave Mooney, who heads well to loop a header over Ornwick. But unfortunately for Moons, he's, he's got a postitis. You know, yeah, he keeps the, keeps hitting it. It was a brilliant header, to be fair. Beat the keeper, tough Clearly, header. And yeah. you know, when things are going your way, that goes in. Yeah, you know, like last season. And he's, he's having a, he had a moment. He's having one of those seasons where he's hitting posts. You know, instead of scoring, but a great effort. He was very unlucky there. And sixteen minutes, bit out of the blue, really. Yeah. Uh, Peter broke the corner. Uh, there. Debut player, uh, Madison, beat Bartley fairly easily, but then he looked tasty. Drove an absolutely superb shot, yeah. bottom corner, no chance for Woods. No. Great finish. One he off. looks really good, that guy. Good player. He, he's from Gate, Gateshead. We played them pre-season. I don't know if he played for them then. Probably not. No idea. Um, but yeah, they paid several hundred thousand pounds for him with, with I think, well, fees rising to 600 based on probably appearances, promotion... Yeah, sell on fees, that sort of stuff. So good, good strike. Barry, Barry Fry's got a real knack for finding players, at, you know, in non-league. I, I, I wish, I wish we were able to do stuff like that. Um, Fair play. But then, fifteen minutes later, Lloyd James got booked for a foul, um, which, as you'll hear later on, will we'll come back to haunt us. But I did note because um, unfortunately we weren't able to make it, but we did watch it on Sky. Yeah, we, we absolutely um, did. So Peterborough dominated the first half stats. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't know that if that's. I don't think that's particularly fair. But the Sky felt that they were more dominant with more shots on target, which you can't argue with. Um, but but you know we we went in we went in at half time. Yeah, one so half time was one all, and in. Two minutes after half time, mm-hmm. a super sweet ball through the defence by Lloyd James. Brilliant ball, cut the defence wide open. Dagnall still had stu- stuff to do, yeah. still had a hard finish and made it look absolutely easy with a superb finish in the back yeah. of the net. And we went 2 1 up, which That's was it. superb. That was Lloyd James's chip, wasn't it? That goal. Oh, superb. Great that, ball that by ball. James and a great finish. You want to see better up, goal? The lead up to that as well was there was some good, neat passing, yeah. and then James has just seen him and he's just, I think he's just dinked with the outside of his foot. And it's just like you can see the ball spinning on the replay and it just landed. And he had to literally, he had to, Dagnall had to sw- like twist himself a little bit so that the great ball didn't hit his, hit his hips. Great finish by yeah, Dagnall. Terrific. So 2 1 up, and then on 60 minutes, uh, James came off as he was on a book in, was replaced by McEnough. Uh, another great display from. Uh, 
James with two assists. Yeah. Both brilliant assists, to be fair. So well done, uh, Lloyd James. Absolutely. Well done, and then on 61 minutes, um, there was some lovely uh, build-up play from Dagnall um, following a throw-in. Um, and Pritchard does a little cheeky exquisite for Brilliant. us right, right on the line. Just Brilliant a little finish. sort of nutmeg, sort of through his, you know, the, the sort of Cruyff nutmeg, if you like. Yeah. Terrific goal, cheeky goal, but absolutely Mate. puts us 3 one up with half an hour to go. Absolutely. 66 minutes, Vince Lotto, uh, you know, yeah. that player from last week, Vince Lotto, gets booked for a late tackle. And then on 68 minutes, um, Ben Ornwick is forced to deny um, Pritchard uh, but with a great save, um, denying him his second of the night. It was a great save, to be fair to Ornwick. It, it was a great, count- save there. great counter on that as yeah. well. We looked, we we looked, looked good. strong. Every time we looked forward, every time we went forward, we looked like we were going to score, uh, yeah. which was great. Uh, and the only kind of negative of the evening, mainly, 69 minutes, Vince Lowe gets sent off, second booking, so you can't appeal it. Yeah, silly as well, it's needless. Um, he ran shoulder to shoulder with Madison, who obviously knew Vince Lowe had just been booked. Madison goes down fairly Quite easily. easily. Yeah. Where the referee is, he's behind the play, gives the yellow. Yeah. As soon as he's done it, we knew he was going off. Yeah, absolutely. The referee couldn't get in his pocket quick enough. Yeah. So down to 10 men for the last 20 minutes. Absolutely. But we kind of kept it tight, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It was good. Um... Woods on 84 minutes makes a brilliant one-handed diving save. I can't yep. remember who the shot was from, but I do remember a terrific save from him. Brilliant. And, um, eight, and then... 87 minutes, Dagnall yeah. comes off to a standing ovation from the Orient fans. A great game for Daggers. Uh, and Howie Lee comes on and promptly gets booked straight away with a, a quite a bad challenge. But, yeah. you know, no harm done. Yeah, and Lowry also got booked. He did, 4-4 four and four for Lowry. Be careful, mate. Mm-hmm. It'd be suspended, like, every... Yep. Every month at this rate, it's, it's it, that needs to be dealt with somehow. Needs to calm down a bit. Yeah. Um, and then we're into the third minute of additional time and then Luke James nicks one back uh, for Peterborough, but obviously by then it's it's too late. Game done. Yep. You know, game was put to bed. I thought Woods was unlucky there, to be fair. He made a great save from an initial header. Yeah, he did. Really good save. And yeah. then the ball kind of get, got whipped back in the box and then James was standing there unmarked yeah. for a tap-in. But I was impressed by Woods. First, I'd really seen a Woods... Um, over 90 minutes and I thought yeah. he was very good Yeah. so we progressed we knocked the, the holders out which is Absolutely. brilliant so bye bye Peterborough they were quite sour on Twitter as they always are thinking they're so superior absolutely so bye bye Peterborough hello Wembley <laughs> and uh, a few quotes from after the game Slade said I'm really pleased with that performance we took our chances really well and showed great resilience at the back. Absolutely. Great and and Pritchard was yep. also interviewed uh, on, on Orient Player and there's a togetherness here, he said. We can change things around with players in the system but still win games, which is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Referring to the fact that obviously, you know, there's there's some changes in, in the first team for that game. Yep, so that was brilliant. But coming out of that match, we had two bits of bad news. That uh, First was Cox. He didn't start that game and it transpired that Cox has got a knee injury. Yep. He went to see the specialist. Um, I think on Wednesday um, and he said um, we, we messaged him asking him how things are going he said the knee's getting better um, and that the rehab is going well and he's looking to step it up next, step it up next week so, so he, yeah, he's been sensational this season so far with his assist and his, oh, his great goal so we wish him well and hope he can well get soon. back in the team and Absolutely. the next kind of uh, bit of news we had was that Lisby is out for the next three months due to his injury yeah. um, so again we wish Kevin Lisby well and yeah. I hope you get better and if you're bored um while doing physio, there's uh, quite a few uh, episodes of the Orient Outlet podcast you can listen to. So uh, there's, there's nine weeks, nine weeks plus a Matt Lockwood special. Yeah, if so you're interested. More than enough time, Kev. Super Kev. That was a, a shoulder injury for anyone that wasn't aware. Um, he, I think he fell on and landed yeah. on his shoulder. So um, you're out for th- 
up to 12 weeks so hopefully you'll, you'll be back well before then absolutely Kev, all the best with that mate absolutely so the next round uh, was drawn on Saturday morning on Soccer AM in yeah. a play your cards right fashion yeah uh, they always do a bit that weird. a bit weird I don't like that for me it's balls pots and random celebrities putting their hands in them smacking some balls out yeah so um, <clears throat> we've been drawn against Dagenham and Webridge away great tie great tie good local derby potential for Sky I reckon so hopefully we'll be on Sky again yeah and that'll be played on the week commencing the 6th of October yeah I think that'll be the Tuesday night the 7th yeah so, so we'll see we'll obviously get, give you details on that when they're confirmed so yeah. obviously beat Peterborough um, so more questions for Slade in terms of next week's match yeah who's he going to play well you'd think Dagnall will have to start with after that performance Henderson I've got no idea mate I think I think Dagnall, Henderson and Mooney could end up all starting together I don't know how I don't know what formation he'll play but I don't think he'll drop Hendo and I can't see him dropping Mooney but I can't see him not putting Dagnall in so we'll see I, you? I, I, yeah I, if I can see Russell Slade dropping Dagnall and going with Mooney and Henderson really? do I want him to do that? the answer oh, okay. to that question would be no Okay. because so, I think Russell in his own mind has got who he wants Absolutely. and I think it's Henderson uh, and Mooney absolutely so give us your views give us your views on Twitter um, via at Orient Outlook or via our email yep. um, and also another uh, headache for us but a good headache yep. for me now I would like to see Woods in goal for yep. next weekend ditto will he be in goal no <laughs> I was going to say I don't know Paul, Paul, no. no he won't because he will go his team Russell's team are, Wood, are legends in goal with Henderson yeah. and Mooney up front. So we'll see. But again, your views are much appreciated. We will yeah. retweet the best ones and mention them on next week's podcast. So we'll see. So now we're in September. Yeah. The season's rolling on. So we'll do a quick August mini review. Yeah, absolutely. So in the league, in August, we played five, won one, drawn three and lost one, yep. which isn't too bad. I mean, well, it's not promotion form, but it's it, not. it but says you're hard to beat, you know, one absolutely. loss. Absolutely, because there's a lot of clean sheets in those draws. Oh, absolutely. So, so Chesterfield at home to yeah. start off with, we lost 2-1, followed by Oldham away and a 3-1 win. Yeah. Followed then, by a very tough away match at Bristol City. Absolutely. Which, we would have taken night. a point at that, to be fair. I yeah. thought Bristol City away. Before the game, absolutely would have done. Yeah. And then we have Walsall at home, which you'd probably argue that we should have won that. Absolutely. Um, and then we drew away with Fleetwood 1-0. I would. I, would yeah. I think that's a good point. I think Fleetwood will be up, up there or thereabouts in the playoffs. Do you think? Yes. No, I, 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 disagree. I think they'll drop away. Okay, we'll have to see that. Yeah, we'll I, see. I think that they've got good form at the moment because they've got people that want to be up in their game and making sure yeah. that they're first choice on the okay, sheet ground. That's Alexander. cool. So August, we would say league form, I would give Orient a C plus. So not bad, could be better. Yeah. I would say that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We've made good progress in the Cups. So in the League Cup, we beat Plymouth away on penalties to progress. Then we played Aston Villa away and beat them 1-0. Which was a great match, yeah. You know, Premier yeah, League match. match and JPC Cup. We've knocked out the holders. the holders, so not bad at all. There's not an underlying message there. Having beaten a decent Premier League side because they did put a decent team out, Peterborough away, who are the holders and arguably probably yep. one of the fancied sides for playoffs and/or promotion this season, um, and Plymouth away as well. That was a tough game as well. So I think arguably happy. there's an underlying message that we are hard to beat. Yeah, no, absolutely. So happy with the cups. So. Player of the month for us, I think we've both agreed, aren't we? Yeah, we are. So, should we do a little drum roll? Yep. So the Orient Outlook Player of the Month for August award goes to... Darius Henderson. 
Well done, Darius, you absolute beast of a man. <laughs> and um, it's not just because he scored three goals. We think his general play yeah. is, 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 well, it's championship standard, isn't it? And yeah. It just shows, doesn't it? And he's not started every match also, so don't forget that. So yeah. even though we've played eight games, um, yeah. he's not started them all. So well no, done. Absolutely. And our goal of the month competition, we're going to let you decide. So we've come up with a three goal shortlist. We have. I yeah. feel like we should have like some lightning seeds music in the background like Match of the Day does it. Yeah. Um, we can we can do maybe something. Maybe next time. Maybe. So our three goal shortlist Paul, do you want to Yeah, wanna... absolutely. So in no particular order. The nominees um... are Um <laughs> <laughs> Dagnall's uh Dagnall for his goal against Peterborough. The second goal, I would say. Yeah, that's that goal, the, yeah. Uh, from the James assist. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cox's goal against Plymouth. Great strike. A great Fantastic hit. strike. And uh, Vince Lowe's header at the back stick for us against Villa. Yeah. So that is our three goal nominations for our August goal of the month. So let us know who you want. You can do that via our Twitter at Orient Outlook or you can email us at orientoutlook at outlook.com. Yeah. And we will reveal the results next Sunday. Next week. And then we will tweet the club and the winning player next week Absolutely. and see if we get anything back. And maybe we'll send them a cheeky or an Outlook poster frame or something like that. <laughs> a certificate. Or some kind of certificate. We'll make a certificate and present it to them. Absolutely. Um, so match of the month? Yeah, I've, I've got to say, I think it's Villa away. There can only be one match uh, of the month for August. Villa away, again, knocking out a premiership team in a big cup. Well done. Superb, superb yeah. performance. And that was a great travelling support for that as well. And just a shout out to all the travelling fans as well. Absolutely. You know, credit to you all for, for doing that. Not just for Villa, for Fleetwood, which yeah. is a mission. Bristol. Bristol. Plymouth. Oldham. Well Plymouth. done. All on all on Tuesday nights, these games. Absolutely. Except for Oldham. Absolutely. So if you win, you know, to any of those games, a big pat on the back for you. Even Peterborough, you know, a Tuesday night. Not a lot of people went to that. Could, you well, could see by that. Absolutely. Tuesday night at a rubbish ground. <laughs> <laughs> so well done, well yeah. done. You know, without without the fans going to the away matches, you know, the team will be, you know, whatever. Yeah, they they need the support, the boys, and and you know, like like we said in in previous podcasts, when when things aren't going so well, um, you know, carry on supporting them and, and be positive for them and, and help them through it. Absolutely. And to finish off the month review with a bit of a funny moment, the comedy moment of the month goes Go to the Fleetwood Tano announcer for naming. Adam Legends as Adams Les Dennis, which is still <laughs> making Paul laugh right now. Um, so well done, Fleetwood Tano announcer. We won't be in contact with you to give you your, your yeah, award. You're rubbish. <laughs> you're rubbish at your job. Um, negatives of the month, unfortunately. So this is um, negatives of the week, isn't it? Uh, sorry, I beg your pardon. Negatives of the week. Vince yep. Lowe getting send in, sent off. So he is suspended for the Colchester match. Two yellow cards, yep. so and you can't contest that. Yep. Um, Injuries starting to build up, so Cox, Lisby injured. So yeah. again, we know how long Lisby's going to be out for, and Cox yeah. hopefully not too much longer. I reckon a couple of weeks with Cox, maybe. Possibly. But then it's not like we haven't got anyone to replace absolutely. him. Absolutely, thank God. So. Absolutely. Um, and I think also as a negative, we're still unsure of what our best eleven is. Absolutely, but you know that some people could see that as a positive. But you know, last season we were very lucky to have that same eleven yeah. all the time, and you knew that eleven would turn up. Whereas this year, you know, keeper question marks, forwards two, front two. Who should he play? Winger. Who who gels together? Right Plus, wing. you'll see teams do better when they've got a more consistent absolutely, side like absolutely, us. Absolutely, absolutely. Like so, players last season, I think Wolves have, have built on their team yep. last season. They've got the same team playing the fight, like you know, the first five games of the season. Absolutely. So positives of the week. We yep. are in the next round of the JPT with a more than winnable tie. Yeah. Uh, it's Wembley beckons. Yeah. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, the squad get a good rest this weekend because obviously we weren't playing Preston like we were meant to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And yep. for me, you know, I have been critical of this player at times when, yeah. when I feel that he hasn't played well 
But I've got to say, Lloyd James has been absolutely superb uh, the last couple of weeks. He got great reviews against Villa. He did. And he... His assist on Tuesday night were both fantastic. The free kick into the box onto Mooney's head. Yeah. And the assist for Dagnall's second delivery is first class at the moment. Carry on, Lloydie. Well done, mate. Well done, Lloydie James. Um, Player of the week. It was very close between Lloyd James, but he just got piped out by the eventual winner of Player of the Week. Yeah. Who was? Did you have a drum roll? Come on, then. Oh, I'll do it. Um, Player of the Week. Chris Dagnall. Well done, buddy. You well deserved that. Well done. Great to see you score some goals. Fantastic. Get your confidence up and get scoring some more. So that basically leaves us unbeaten in seven games. Yep. Uh, we're currently 18th in the table. Six points from five. Obviously, we're a game behind, as are a few others. Absolutely. Um, we've got Colchester at home this Saturday, who have just sat their manager. And Colchester are in a bit of a bad place at the moment. They've played six, one zero, um, drawn two and lost four. So for me... That is an absolute must-win game. They'll be low on confidence. They'll be coming to, hopefully, an intimidating stadium as part of a local derby. The A12 derby. Yeah, so come on you O's. We can beat Colchester and make sure... We need to. Yeah. We really need to. Uh, that, that for us to kick on our season. Absolutely, so. and take the unbeaten run to eight matches. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and three points, preferably. Um, I don't know if this is an exclusive or somewhat, but the Orient Outlook will be representing... Um, on Orient player next next week against yeah, the next Colchester game. So if you can't go to the Colchester game, which is at home, kick off three o'clock next Saturday. If you can't make it, tune in to the Orient player. Um, I think you can take a free trial of it actually. So just yeah. take it for that game if you're not Absolutely. interested at all. Do it. Hear us. I don't know who's going to be doing it. We don't know how it's going to work yet, but we'll be tweeting about it. Yeah. During we'll, the course of the week, we'll be promoting that via social media and everything else to let you guys know. <laughs> so if you can't make it to the match, don't worry. Tune in to Orient Player. We will do a, a what do you call it? A our match best. report. Our best. <laughs> next week as well. And we'll do our best. Yeah. Brilliant. Dave Victor will be there. So don't worry. We're not, Absolutely. not doing a complete takeover. Absolutely. So from us at the Orient Outlook podcast, thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure again. Yep. Have and a good week. wherever you are in the world, thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. And join us the same time next week. Up the O's. Up the O's. Fantastic. Fantastic.